0: Hi and welcome to the February Club podcast. I'm sure many of you know now that Sean Webster is stepping down from being president to enjoy a well-earned rest. Um, So before we introduce the new club president, I just wanted to say a massive, massive thank you to Sean. Sean has been involved in the club for around 20 years now and he's been involved in triathlon for even longer than that. So he brought all of that experience and knowledge and passion to the presidency a few years ago. Um, And I think we can all agree that he's done an incredible job in managing um, the club and also um, helping move us into the the future and a new direction and becoming a charity in in recent years and also navigating the past year of what has been a completely exceptional time um, for any triathlon club or any sports club. So, Sean, thank you so, so much. Um, I hope you have a, a lovely rest, a lovely retirement from the presidency. Um, and we'll see you at club sessions because I know that you'll still be coaching us and you'll still be our presence in our lives and helping um, us navigate through the crazy world of triathlon. So thank you so much. And I am going to introduce you now to our new club president, David Brown. Right. welcome to the February podcast, David Brown. How exciting! Um, Hello, <laughs> David is, as you may have gathered, our new club president. Congratulations!
1: Thanks very much. Godspeed to y'all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fantastic news. I'm really pleased. Uh, no, yeah, know. thank you for for. Um, those of you who don't know david um david and i qualified together as triathlon coaches a couple of years it? two or three years ago now i can't remember yeah and um, and you might have seen david uh starting to coach a bit more regularly until lockdown happened and it all went a bit <laughs> okay.
1: uh, a bit peak tall. <laughs> uh,
0: just a wee bit <laughs> a wee bit but we're so excited to have you as president i think this is really good news um how, how are you feeling about about it all
1: um, good. Right, I should start off by saying I shouldn't hesitate there. I'm brilliant. It's fantastic, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, it wasn't necessarily on like on my radar. Um, you know, a couple of months ago, like if you'd said to me a couple of months ago, going for the the position of president, is that in in the horizon for you, I would have probably said no. Don't be daft, because mm-hmm. um, it's it seems like a big daunting task. Um, but no here we are and i'm i'm thoroughly enjoying it so far we are only a couple of weeks in mind you and uh-huh. my contribution has been minimal at the moment but um hopefully as time goes on that will change
0: i'm sure it will i'm sure it will and um, is it a big daunting task are you do you feel like it's already looking that way sometimes when you join a board you think oh it'll be fine it's just a volunteer position and then you see what you've got to be responsible for <laughs> yeah. it's quite a lot <laughs>
1: No, I, I think so. I, I spoke to I th- Sean. Was great in, in giving me a bit of his time beforehand, um, like before I had, before anybody had agreed to anything, um, yeah. or I'd even sort of went through the process of speaking to the the rest of the committee about it. Um, and Sean just sort of shared his experience and what he's done, and uh, and Sean's done done loads for the club in the last couple of years. So it was just great yeah. to get a wee insight from him. And I'm hoping that the, the positive impact that he's had, I'm just hoping that I can carry that on in some way. Um, and so. You know, yeah, it's exactly as you said, coming onto a a board, it all seems, you know, a committee, it's all very formal, it all seems very official, and, you know, I still feel as if I'm about 16 years old, so (laughs) it's a daunting prospect. Um, But no, since we've got in, all of the, the, the whole, the wonderful thing about Glasgow Triathlon Club, and most folk may not even be aware of this, but there's a whole team of folk in the background, coaches, the committee, and now the board of trustees, and all of these people have got such a massive passion for just the sport of triathlon, and then also for just making the club such a good and positive um influence and in, you know just glasgow in general and maybe even further afield yeah um so that that makes it a whole lot easier having all those like all these great people around about you um yeah. so not it's not as daunting as i first thought it was going to be <laughs> good. um but we'll see how that goes
0: yeah you've got an excellent support team behind you that's for yeah. sure um what was i going to ask well I, do you know what i think for those of you that don't know david it would be good to know a bit about you who 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 you are who are you david um
1: it's <laughs> just well, t- turned into a really deep uh, sort of psychological thing. We, Ex- I, yeah,
0: we're having having an existential conversation.
1: Brilliant. I'm pulling out skeletons. Is that how we're going?
0: <laughs> start when you were five. No.
1: Um- <laughs> no. Well, so for me, um, I suppose getting into triathlons is a good place to start. At. I, I, um, or sport in general. I ran when I was younger. Um, and I think maybe talked about it before because you know, this is not the, w- wonderfully not the first time that I've been on the podcast. Um, so I, I was a runner when I was younger, uh, a track runner, um, cross country things like that. And eventually got a wee bit, a wee bit fed up just continuously running around the track. So and my dad, who's always been quite a big influence, um, he was already taking part in triathlon and and. and I think you may remember me telling you it all started with a bit of a bet mm-hmm. um, that I could beat him in an Ironman triathlon, which was a silly thing to do, but that's a, that's a, another long story. <laughs> um, but, you know, we got, we got into it and we started, I started really small um, with the triathlons and sort of built myself up and uh, and then found a total love for it all over again. And actually, it's, triathlons actually helped to sort of rekindle my love for running just in general. Um, really? So, I, Whilst I was getting into triathlon, I was at uni, so I was studying um, a degree called Sport and Active Lifestyles Promotion, which is um, sort of business with sport, um, and started working within schools and within sports development for Western Bartonshire Council, so I grew up in Claybank. Mm-hmm. Um And so just my whole life has sort of been sort of surrounded by sport at different points. Um, really enjoyed the the whole triathlon thing, so started going to sessions with the tri-club. Uh, my dad was a member already, so it just made sense for it to join up as well. It really helped with my swimming. It's helped with my running. Then I started obviously we went on our coaching course. You said two two years ago or so we went on our coaching course i 'Cause I've 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 got other qualifications within coaching as well. So I just thought I'll be another another string on the bow. And very quickly then got involved in the coaching and then as you said, COVID. That dirty word. Um <sighs> It hit and sort of scuppered things a wee bit mm. um but here we are a wee but while later
0: and you've still been involved i mean you've still been doing sessions and things even during lockdown haven't you
1: yeah yeah so there's uh, my, my involvement's not been massive but we did i uh, recorded some videos for brick sessions just suggestions for people um i like the idea of a you know being a triathlon club that we actually have something that's multi-sport based uh-huh. so that's a big a big thing for me just personally um i love mixing it up i always say that triathlon's like a an obstacle course for for grown-ups you know it's just it's like you're out the water and on a bike and off the bike and on a run and you're chopping and changing so it's quite nice to sort of include a wee element of that in your training yeah. so yeah still, still involving the coaching and and hopefully as we go back to normal whatever that means um i'll get more into it again and hopefully we'll all be back in the pools and oh. on the tracks and everything else
0: can't wait can't wait I'm going to be pushing people out of the way to get in the pool. <laughs> I can
1: imagine.
0: <laughs> um, what was I gonna ask you? what are, are you working at the moment? Or have you been working over like during lockdown?
1: Yeah, so I so for before two thousand and twenty I was working I sort of hinted at it, I was working for Western Bartonshire Sports Development. Yeah. Um so that's Claybank all the way through to, to Balloch, um, at Loch Lomond and was working in schools with Sort of older primary school kids. I was working with adults and um, a range of sports, so athletics, swimming, basketball, hockey—a whole, a whole um, sort of smorgasbord of of uh, sports, which was which was great. Yeah. Um, that work, which I, honestly, I, I didn't realise how much I loved it until this year. Um, I was I was in loads of different sports centres and schools and community centres and outside and inside and um, but when. Because I was in so many different venues when COVID finally came round, we got furloughed to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just looking forward, our managers were sort of saying work was going to be, especially for, for the likes of me, my, my contract was built up of loads of smaller contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, and just getting those concrete sort of bits of work each each week was going to prove to be difficult, especially seeing the schools, you know, if you're an external worker, you couldn't necessarily go into schools um, to begin with. I think it might have changed so slightly now, but... Um, there was not there was not going to be very much work so I sort of had to start looking for other things. So um sort of halfway through the year um I managed to get a job in uh, a primary school not far away from here as a support worker. Um, I actually went to uni to study to become a primary school teacher as well. And once I'd finished my degree, um I'd decided that sport was more the avenue that I was going down. So ideally I sort of wanted to end up in, in school sort of teaching PE but um I then really loved working for Western Bartonshire and I um, always thought I might go back to the teaching thing again, but never really did because I enjoyed the sport thing so much. But, you know, when this, when COVID hit, it just sort of worked, it worked out well that there was a support worker job. I was qualified to do it. Yeah. Um, so went into into the school, which I've now been there for, I think, six months or so, maybe maybe over that. Um, and round about the same time, so at the point where you're sort of thinking, oh my goodness, I've got no work, how are we going to pay for things? um just as i got the school for the job uh, the job for the school i also got a job as a duty manager in the sports direct fitness the gym and mogai oh yeah um so i sort of landed on my feet a little bit which was which was quite good um it was scary for a wee while because you're just it's all that uncertainty and i know that there's so many people out there that have probably got similar stories be it health issues or work issues or whatever it is that the uncertainty you just don't know where things are going to go but i'm quite happy to say that things did sort of work out um so i was then working um over the last sort of six months or so, which was, which was great. Yeah, um, it sounds
0: like it's all worked out
1: perfectly, to be honest. Yeah. I Also, during lockdown as well, even when I was furloughed before the sort of jobs that came around, and I know that you and I have talked about this before, but I'd um, sort of always toyed with the idea of becoming a personal trainer, especially with staying within sport um, and following in your footsteps somewhat. <laughs> um, and so I did bite the, bit the bullet and there was some online courses, which I'm actually still still going through just now. Okay. Um, so that's been about six or seven months I've been studying, if you want to call it that. Um, and it's been a bit broken because obviously gyms have opened and then closed and opened and closed. Um, but a lot of the work is online. There's been lectures and seminars and different things that you can join into. Um, I've been doing it through a group called The Fitness Group, which are they're fantastic. Um, they've been really helpful. And I've, I sat my final exam on sa- last Saturday and i still i've just got one my my practical my level three practical to do and then i am finished finito so um all all is good in the work front for me which is which is good a lot of exciting things so um sort of taking this on within the triathlon clubs another wee element so loads of loads of frying pans on the go at the moment
0: (laughs) and i think um when i heard that um you were going to be the club president i think what i really was so excited about was that you're really energetic you're like and I mean this with the greatest respect because I'm a dog lover, like a you know an energetic puppy, you've got loads of passion, loads of energy, really bright, um, and I think that you can really tell that from all the things that you've been doing this year. Like obviously you obviously do have you know a huge passion for the sport and the industry as a whole, and I think yeah I think we're really lucky to have you on board. Um, what do you think? What do you think those experiences will bring to being president of the tri club? it's that a difficult
1: question no no not at all actually i I think your last point i I actually i I appreciate the excitable puppy thing that's so that's (laughs) quite sweet and adorable i'll I'll take that um yeah i do i've i've gained so much from sport you know i've worked in schools and I, i currently work in a school um and obviously i've worked in different avenues of sport and i have such a passion for it i've gained so much from it and not even just uh, again yeah we've talked before about me being quite competitive and my family being quite competitive yes. like yeah that's that's definitely one element of how i feel um but more so i've gained so much from it the reason why i'm so excitable and i like to think i'm quite outgoing and everything else is because of sport sports yeah. done that for me Um being part of clubs being part of teams um and even now working within schools and in classes and or through the tri club working with groups of like really exciting people like everyone's got a different story it's just the i find it difficult not to have a passion for it and be excited by it because it's it's just it's just great it's it it can be so um fulfilling like you just you, you gain so much from other people and i got that my experiences through sport allowed me to do that and allowed me to sort of practice being sociable and stealing ideas from people and um, or borrowing, I should say, borrowing oh. ideas from people. Sharing. Um, yeah, sharing ideas, networking. and, and So I think I'm, I'm hoping that um, I've been involved in quite big events through Western Blanchard. I've been involved in smaller things, small community programmes. Um, so just – and then just specifically coaching. I've been through lots of courses. I've got quite a few qualifications to my name. Yeah. Um, so my role as president, as I'm led to believe it, is, is you know, communication, you know g- – communicating between the committee and the trustees and the members and trying to find out what everybody's wanting and having a bit of a say along with all these great people about where the club's going to go and what sort of impact we're going to have in all the members' lives and in our own lives as well as, you know, yeah. we're coaches and committee members and everything, but we're members of this club as well and you want to gain something from it. So I'm just hoping that my wee competitive edge can sort of push people to be more competitive. I'm hoping my passion will get people into the sport. I'm hoping that... Just my wee experiences all sort of help guide people in some sort of way to to enjoy just being part of of the sort of triathlon community.
0: Yeah, I, I think now more than ever that's so important, isn't it? Because we've, we yeah. haven't we haven't raced for a year. We we you know God knows if any races will go ahead this year. I think that that is really important, is to keep that sort of energy alive, isn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think there's a, a few folk from the club just now are part of a. Um, Uh, we've got a support support group if you like but uh, you know just a general nattering about running because I know that P3 are doing their virtual run festival coming up and um, it's really great the, the the guys and girls that are on the on the call. Uh, we just have it once a week. It's just so lovely to just talk about sport. You know, we've all got we've all got a, a, a very unfortunate other halves and spouses yeah. who have to deal with. You know, it is a lifestyle triathlon, and yeah. um, you know they have to. They're not necessarily always totally up for talking, running to death, or talking, mm-hmm. swimming to death, or cycling or whatever. So it's just quite nice to have the wee outlets to speak to like minded people and and almost like steer each other in the right direction um yeah so hopefully when the events and stuff come back we all still have a bit of love for it you know
0: absolutely um uh, one thing i wanted to ask uh i'm gonna go back to some of the points that you made there but i wanted to ask him um, well first of all how long have you been with the club and then secondly and more importantly um like what have you got from the club personally that you know we can all relate to
1: um so i started with the club it would be 2014 or 15 i think around about that sort of mark end early uh, end of 2014 start 2015 um and really very much on the sidelines i was i think i was a member of the club and that was it um i realized that being a part of the club got you slightly cheaper entries into races so um so that that was that that's how it started off and
0: you're not alone in that i think
1: yeah um and then for the first, definitely for the first year or two, it was it was literally just that. And, you know, maybe that's blasphemy quite a long time. Um, but it was just, you, you sort of start to hear wee snippets joined onto the Facebook page. And you start to hear wee things about sessions that you want to go to. And um, my old running club, like, I, I've, I've not necessarily trained with them um, in the last, couple, uh, the last couple of years. So I, I thought, maybe maybe there's other people that I could train with, you know, just with my running, it started off. And so I went along to one of the Thursday night running sessions, and it was Craig Armour that was taking it. Mm-hmm um and it was just great it was it was good fun it was out in the west end and you're down near the canal and i thought oh hold on a minute this is this is quite good fun and just people were lovely you know that was and i don't know why i'm so shocked by that i don't know what i expected (laughs) turning up you know but um the the folk were great and craig seemed very very knowledgeable because you know you go in especially at that point i I had i was an athletics coach so you go in and you're sort of like you know what does this guy actually know what he's talking about but it, it turns out he did and and even in a short space of time, I felt my running was getting slightly better, and I thought, well, maybe I don't know everything, and it's quite nice to get other people's opinions and input. Mm-hmm. Um, then I started going to swimming sessions. Um, what else did we do? It was later on. Eventually I Eventually, got a shot at doing the Bishop Briggs triathlon, which is obviously yeah. ran by the club. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you, you just you, you become you get sucked in almost. It's back to my point earlier of you know like-minded people having conversations and. Mm-hmm uh get the chance you hear about races from these people as well so oh, i tried this race up north so why don't you give that a try and i thought well i've never heard of that so why don't i um so it was it, what it's given me is it's given me well it's given not that i need it but another avenue to just talk <laughs> to people um yeah make, make pals if you like and uh, and, and share experiences and uh, and all and just get you know other other inputs you know of hearing about those races or other training sessions or then Strava is such a massive thing, I think, as well. There's obviously now such a massive community on Strava um, where you get to, I'm, I'm a bit of a, a sucker for numbers. It's nice to see your times coming down. And when you get those wee segment um, golden tickets next to your name and all the rest of it, it's quite, it's quite good to see that. And so sort of another wee, it's a wee competitive element as well. So it's, it's a bit of everything that it sort of helps your mental well-being as well as your your physical well-being.
0: Yeah.
1: For me, I think that's a massive thing. And um, as you said, especially as the time is just now, you know.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. Um, I always remember I used to live in Edinburgh and I never joined Edinburgh Triathlon Club. I hope nobody listens to this remissioned. Because <laughs> I just always felt it was really cliquey. And um, yeah. lots of men, no offence, guys, but like, you know, I want to hang out with women. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, that's that's uh, fair enough.
0: And uh, I I just, I never joined. And even when I moved to Glasgow, I was really hesitant about joining Glasgow Triathlon Club. But it is... You know, all my experiences of it have been the same as yours. I think like it's really welcoming and really open. Yeah. And even though there is that competitive side of it, um, there's also just the friendly friendly chat and the muck about. And you can always find someone, if you don't want to take something seriously, you can always find someone who also doesn't want to take it seriously. Or if, yep. if you're in the mood to be super competitive, you can always find that person as well, can't you? At the poolside or whatever it
1: is. Yeah, definitely. Do you know what we're, we're talking about? You, you literally can get anything you want from it just d- depending on your session like I've been going to or I had been going for a wee while to, to Al Young's running sessions on a Tuesday night yeah. and there's a whole group of guys that go along to um, you know Alan Keechie and, and uh, like Martin Smith and vincent who i can't remember his second name just now but he's a, such a lovely guy and it, we, you know we all we all push each other a wee bit and it's wee jibes and um sort of winding each other up but pushing each other to go a wee bit harder so you get you get so much i just find i get so much from it like it's just it's a good laugh but it's also it's pushing you hard you know to try and reach whatever goals that you're aiming for yeah
0: and we've got i, I mean i don't want to uh, be egotistical but not me me excluded we've got a great team of coaches as well like, we're so lucky with
1: it you fully included no, <laughs> we're a fantastic team oh, yes. for that.
0: <laughs> uh, no, But you know it's true we've got a we've got a huge range of people um with decades of experience between us really haven't we it's, yeah we're very lucky in that sense
1: it is, it is amazing, and do you know even your, your your point about you know you're wanting to train with girls and talk to girls? I totally I totally get that. For me, I, I actually my old sort of squad of guys that I grew up with, running with, um, were primarily males. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was actually quite nice to come into a club where it was so mixed. Like mm-hmm. I know that the, the the committee and it's been talked about, and it is fantastic that our club is totally split. I think is it not a slightly higher ratio of females than it is to yeah. guys, or or 50 thereabouts? Yeah, um,
0: certainly more women attend sessions I think than men. <laughs>
1: definitely and so and i I love that it's good it's good to and again for me it's the meeting loads of different types of people yeah and gaining from those different people whatever it is socially or you know competitively or whatever it is um and there's there's just so many great guys and girls and older people younger people fit people not so fit people like it's just it's great you know it's just it's good good crack is what it is
0: that's it we are really lucky um so, talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh we are are we the biggest club in Scotland?
1: Oh, good question. <laughs> um
0: well, that up to a, that.
1: if we, yeah, if we can if we can edit this bit so that I can fill in the answer in a wee second. Um <laughs> Yeah, we're a massive club. We are we're absolutely gigantic, um compared to definitely compared to a lot of other triathlon clubs.
0: Yeah, um, we've got you know, we've got hundreds of members of the Facebook group. We've got like five thousand likes on our Facebook page. I think I can't. I think the last time I spoke to Sean, we were maybe seven hundred, seven hundred, six, six, seven hundred members.
1: Yeah, I think due sort of COVID is sort of taking a hit in the membership. Um, yeah. I think for a while we had maybe 300, and, 300 to four hundred senior members and a hundred to two hundred junior members. Right. Um, so we are sitting well over the five hundred member mark. Um, but I think that's that's dropped quite a considerable amount because you know it's it, it is difficult times, but mm-hmm. uh, we're we're obviously aiming to try and get back to some sort of former normality, get people back into it and, and help the club um, sort of get back to a place that it was at before yeah. COVID. Um,
0: yeah. And and do you um, envisage us growing even further than that? You know, like once, once we get back up and running again, we get back to normal. Do you have a plan to grow the club or do we want to kind of keep our membership where it is and focus more on quality or...
1: Yeah, well, so right now, actually, so a lot of folk will probably know this already, but the club, um, and again, Sean and the committee, as it stands just now, are, are, have been brilliant in creating the club that we sort of have just now. And it is, in, in my opinion, it is a fantastic club. Um, because of this. the growth, the club recently in the last year or two has now... Um, has become a charity, um, which has then meant that there's a, now a board of trustees that have yeah. come in, um, which again is all, uh, everyone in the committee and on the board are all members or po- previous members, or they've got family members who are part of the club just now. Um, and right currently, um, in the last month or so, the committee and the, the trustees have came together and we're doing a bit of a, a, a I don't know what the word is for strategic it. Strategic review? Yeah, a, yeah, strategic review. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Um and trying to plan what our vision is for the club you know what what is it that we're looking for going forward so unfortunately the, the answer just now isn't isn't plain and simple I, I don't think i can or i don't think i should necessarily give my, my just my own opinion I, well my, my own opinion on it is is i just want the club the club to continue to be what it was be be great and give people the chance to take part in triathlon and and gain some sort of positive from it um officially though I think we're still it's, it's it's really early stages um developing what what we want going forward mm-hmm. and whether it is about growth or whether it's about quality mm-hmm. um I think that I think there's been arguments for both yeah um but this it's definitely what's this space and in the next couple of months um the team is definitely working to try and uh, try and get that definitive answer and then also share it with the members as well so that everybody's on the same page
0: yeah i mean i don't I don't think really we've probably never faced anything quite so challenging and difficult in our lifetime uh, uh, yeah. of being a club because i mean when did it start in the 90s i think it, yeah yeah a lot to
1: be yep. didn't
0: it so i mean we've been going a really really long time um and yeah it's it's not going to be an easy an easy uh project
1: no there's, there's no there's definitely there's no easy solves unfortunately because mm-hmm. you know we, we did get to a point where we had say 500 odd members and you've got a a, a sort of Structured in place, you know, you've got coaches, you've got sessions, and there was, there definitely has been wee things that there was a survey put out to all the to the to the members of the club, and I think about 170 to 180 people replied, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And just asking about, you know, how, how what is the experience of the club? What does it mean to them to be a part of the club, and, and what are they getting from it? What would they like to see differently? And there is we things that could get changed, and the committee and the trustees are trying to take that into account. Um So we're just. I think we just we, we, we want what's best for everybody but obviously with so many people it's it's difficult to to sort of quantify that and then obviously we've now, we've, we've now dropped back down in numbers yeah. we want to make sure that we've got enough coaches to support sessions and uh but also making sure the opportunities are there and people's memberships are, are worthwhile you know you, you're paying your money to be a part of the club you want to make sure that you're getting your money's worth from it
0: yeah yeah it's, it's, it has been difficult but i do think uh, you know vicky and the team and, and and you and, and Sean and the the whole you know the whole team have done a good job of keeping um, keeping everything going during the, the difficult time. And there's been lots of options to still be involved for the past year. Honestly, more than any other club I know. Quite I don't know how if, if you feel the same, but I think yeah. we've done a better job than any other club I know of.
1: Yeah. There's and Vicky's a a particular note like right. her sort of dedication to the club is is just ridiculously brilliant. Um, and just making sure that there are still things there where. You, you know, I've seen it I've working in schools and I'm sure everybody's works have had to adapt to, to the situation that we're in just now. And um, Like my, my other half, Heather, she's studying at the moment to become a, become a primary school teacher. And, and so it's nice to get a, a look into Strathclyde Union and how they're changing their setup and how they're educating people and um, within our club we've had some great people again Vicky being paramount to that yeah. has has changed things so that we can make it more accessible so that it's not you, you you don't even have to go along to a session to be a part of the club there's so many ways to be a part of it and gain something from it yeah. Um. so hopefully we can still even when again I use that word normal when we go back to normal we can still use some of these things that we've put in place you know it's, it's, it's changed you know we're yeah. not going to go back to what it was before it's going to be something a wee bit different but no. arguably better
0: yeah it's really interesting, isn't it? Well um, Yeah, so I run a circuits class on a Tuesday night, and I've been doing it for five years, and it's just a laugh. It's a bunch of women in Mulgrave, love it. It's like it's my favourite day of the week, really. And I really was worried about moving it onto Zoom and just how it was going to work, but it's been great. And it's actually been a lot easier because it's yeah. mostly women that come, apart from one guy. And honestly, half of them are putting their kids to bed at half past seven when <laughs> it starts, like. It means they can come a wee bit late if they need to. Yep. Like we have a nice laugh. We actually get more done as well because there's less Yeah. Get a better workout. <laughs> that's been great, and I think like that's been reflected in the club as well. Like I think people have embraced. You know, it isn't the same. It, you know, we all want to go swimming and get a good swim coach coach session in, but like the options have been there for us, haven't they? And I think it's just been people people have taken to what Vicky and the team have put forward. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you a little bit about diversity as well, um, just because you know, like I was saying before, I was always put off joining a club because it was always, especially when I lived in London it was just a bunch of white rich guys in their 40s, you know, with really expensive bikes and as a 25 yeah. year old female I just wasn't really interested in that <laughs> um, and I think, you know, I do think Glasgow Tri Club does a really good job, we've got loads of kids on board, we've got our, um, we've got uh, the, the sort of um, what am I trying to say, David? Christ, <laughs> <laughs> We've got a good gender balance. We've got good, good age day, yep. balance. We've got the um, the para side of things as well. Um, you know, how t- do you think? How do you think we can improve upon that? I suppose is what I'm saying.
1: Well, I think uh, I think there's there's loads of things that we can improve on. Like I think there's there's definitely things we've d- we've done well as a club. And yeah. just even before I was even a coach within the club, there was things that I loved. You know, the the, the sessions are pretty open. Swimming is a difficult one. I know that comes up quite a lot. You're limited with swimming. If you're going to have a coached session it tends to be in a swimming pool. Um, we do offer the open water um, opportunities but, but maybe not as many as we could. So there's an avenue we can, we can walk down. Um, swimming sessions the lanes can be busy. I know that's a, a great for, for some people and I've definitely sort of felt that myself on occasion. But again, you can only you can only do so much. We you know are in the Glasgow area, there's only a limited amount of facilities that you can use. There's there's a cost to use them and and you obviously don't want to again like we sort of talked about with the, the vision going forward, you, you don't want to grow bigger than what you can actually achieve, you know, you can actually uh, put out to, to the punters to the to the members. Um in terms of the diversity of members themselves, I think we do have a quite a quite a big range of people. So me myself, um now quite proud to say I am the president of Glasgow Triathlon Club and I came from quite a working class area. I came from Dentoker and Clybank. Yeah. Um and, you know, I'm i relatively young, I'm just starting out in my career, so money's not necessarily the most the most accessible thing uh, right now, but you know, I can still take part in the sport and So my work through Western Bartonshire was about trying to give opportunities to people to sport. The issue with triathlon is it is quite an expensive sport. You're ramming three um, pricey sports together. You've got all the swimming kit. You've got bikes. Let's not even go into bikes because it's just silly money. Um, And then even in the the running, you know, you say it's easy. You just put on a pair of trainers, but there's always a couple of pairs of trainers you could buy. And Uh there's leggings and there's layers and there's hats and gloves and the things you wear around your wrist and headphones yeah there's there's so many things so there's definitely a conversation just now within the club to say how how can we make ourselves more accessible and there has been attempts in the, the past as well about reaching out to areas maybe more slightly more deprived areas within Glasgow and trying to ha- uh, work programs and work with uh, maybe groups of kids or, or young adults to try and get them in but you think at the issue of you know how do we as a club do we access the bikes and yeah. do we allow people to use the bikes that we own as a club where do you store them um so it's definitely talk we are talking about it the the worry is just as i said at the start you don't want to grow bigger than you can actually um maintain um so it's it's a fine balance and it's um thankfully we do have a great team of people that that will hopefully collectively come to a suitable answer um and then have a have things in place for moving forward
0: yeah it's difficult you know you've, you've hit the nail on the head it's a it's not. A, it's not a cheap sport. It's quite no, not a, at all. a white sport. It was male orientated, although I think that yeah. has, I think that is changing. Although a lot of the races um, still have quite a strong male presence at them. Even you know, even the Ironman races. I remember Ironman Edinburgh. They were saying it was. We're so proud today because there's 25% of you are female, and I thought, oh.
1: <laughs> That's yeah, twenty five is really? not the number you want, yeah. Yeah,
0: so yeah, we've definitely got we've got a long way to go. But as you say, it's a it's a long a long term process. Isn't a
1: long it? yeah, a long slog. And then even when we look at the juniors, like we are so lucky to have we've got some really great great coaches. Um, I know uh, Billy Mitchell's in, in charge of the juniors, and, and even there's a there's a junior committee as well that sort of look after the the, the youngsters and with the strategic plan at the moment it's about making clearer pathways for, for kids and even for adults as well you know where is it if you're brand new to the sport if you've never you know if you're a runner or a swimmer or a cyclist you've come into triathlon how do you improve the other areas that you need to improve and where do you go to get that help who do you, who do you speak to and and where are you actually going with it? What's the end goal? So for the youngsters just now, we do have the junior section, and when they, I think it's at 16, they can start to trans, uh, transfer into the sort of senior sessions and things like that. But it's making these... It's not always clear how, how you get into these um, sessions or on which path that you're on. So I think as a club, we could definitely get better at, at signposting it clearer. Um, Maybe at a, a level of transparency, just to to allow everyone to know what the what the plan is. But again, that's all sort of been talked about just now and worked on. Yeah,
0: I feel a bit guilty to be honest because I've just wrote, I've wrote you into this podcast this month when you've only just started. <laughs> no, I know, and, and, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's why. And I hope that nothing I'm I, you know I've said today. I, I don't. I don't think anything I've said is incorrect oh. or false. Oh. And. I, I also don't think any. Well, maybe I'll get messages when this goes out from members of the committee and the trustees saying <laughs> how how dare you go on and say any of those things. Um, but the the one the one overarching thing I can say is is the level of passion and commitment from coaches, committee members, um, trustees is is crazy, and and everybody does just want to have a good club where people can gain from triathlon. You know, so it it definitely is going to go in a positive direction. There's there's literally no argument about that.
0: Yeah. And and I think actually what what I really hope people um will take away from this episode in particular is that um, the club still really needs at really active members like you, you know one
1: hundred percent
0: yeah we need we need you to pay <laughs> so we can carry on offering the services but yes. actually we need you to phone David or whoever else you know on the committee and say actually is there can we do this better or if you've got concerns or if you've got ideas then you know th it? it's mostly a well it is a voluntary membership organization and we're and we are a charity so we yeah. completely rely on on everyone chipping in. Eh?
1: Yeah that that's it that's it and and you know the the money the money that the club takes goes goes back into the club and yeah it's it's you know if if, if people are not paying their memberships then then the club's just not going to happen you just it's just not feasible at all and so i realize that the money is always a bit of a sort of controversial sub, s- subject yeah. but for me, I'm, I'm quite content paying my membership because I know I'm going to get something from it and I suppose it's our job and, and hopefully this podcast and, and the coaching sessions and, and you know the Facebook page will show that it is a great club to be part of and if, if you want to gain something from it, then put, put something into it to, to get something back from it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, like I'll, I'll scream and shout at the top of my lungs. It's a, it's a great, great club, and you, you, even if it's if triathlon not necessarily the, the the centre point of what you're looking for, you you gain so much more from it as well.
0: Yeah, and also know that that putting into it means that other people gain from it as well. Oh,
1: totally, yeah. You know what's
0: yeah. what's it? I can't even remember what it is at the moment. I need to pay my membership this year. Actually, so don't again.
1: <laughs> <Is laughs> right, we'll get on that, Kate, oh, no. as soon as we're off this.
0: It's, it's on my to do list. It really is. Is it thirty <laughs> five?
1: Oh, uh, you, I should know the answer to this. I want to say thirty-two pounds. Yeah, something for a senior, and then um, it's slightly less for for juniors.
0: So it's not a lot of money. Um, and it will, you know, it doesn't it doesn't just benefit us; it benefits everybody in the club, yeah. doesn't
1: it? And, we want we want to have an an impact on on the community. You know, we want we want to yeah. we want to sort of we want the growth of triathlon as well. Or I would I would hope that that's what people, but people would be for it. People would be okay with the the growth of the sport and yeah. and building a more positive um. Community is a word that I like to throw about quite a bit, but I do mean it. It is a yeah. a nice place to be.
0: That's that is exactly what a club is, isn't it? that's yeah. what it should be. A nice community, a nice, welcoming, open community, and an active one at that. Definitely, um, yeah. Have you got? Is there anything? I, sh- I shouldn't ask you this, but is there anything in particular <laughs> that you really want to see that maybe we haven't done?
1: Um, I, I not not really. I I think. I, um, I've loved the way the club has been so far um, and, and what I've got from it. Uh, I think for me the, the the club races, you know we have we have Bishop Briggs I know the people who have been doing the the aquathlons as well. Uh, we've, we've ran the aquathlons in the last couple of years. Um, they, they're, they're quite a, they're, they're an elaborate thing to plan and to, to even put into, into practice you know um, I think they're always thoroughly enjoyed. I think uh, I could be wrong in saying this, but they're normally full. Yeah, um, but again, it's it's a lot of this is voluntary, and, and people are hardworking, and you know it's not you know people are going to not necessarily be phased about not getting paid for it, but it's giving up their time. I think that's the biggest thing. You know, people are maybe not willing to give up a full Sunday, or give up a Thursday evening, or whatever it is, and and that's fair enough because you know we've all we've all got busy lives. Um, but even if we can get some people to get involved, these things could maybe grow. So it would just for me, it's just it's offering offering quality. Yeah. and but given you know opportunities as well you know so ho- hopefully we can th- the first thing on the list is trying to get our already existing races back into place so <laughs> bishop briggs and Thank it's, yeah it's already been shifted so
0: yeah. and now um, we're now we're a charity we do have access to um to funding in that's OE, right uh that will will help in some of those areas i think one thing i really appreciated was the um the introduction to open water swimming which and the women of open water yep. um, which I think has just been absolutely incredible and yeah I really really have appreciated that it's just it's not really been done certainly not in Scotland No. Um, yep. or you end up you know you've got to pay someone 50 quid to go and take you for a wee swim in Loch Lomond and give yeah, you
1: a Yeah that, that's bit right from. and it's crazy considering how many great spots we do have for open water swimming and I think uh, maybe a, a small positive of Sort of lockdown and having the great weather we did during the summer. Um, You know, people did actually manage to get themselves out. I had even friends and family out with the club who I saw were out in swimming in locks and things. And you think, well, that's that's great. It's well done for for giving it a try. So um, hopefully, these opportunities we can continue to sort of we can uh, include them in a a week or a month or a year. Um, But we'll just need to we'll just need to see how restrictions allow over the next. 6 to however many months it is 60,000 months or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> I just want my own heated covered swimming pool, is that too much to ask?
1: Yeah, I want one of them as well! <laughs> if anybody wants to donate one to the club we'll be more than uh, willing to take it off their hands.
0: I've got a tenured one actually, but it's not quite the same. No, yeah. Mm. <laughs> um okay so one thing before we finish up because i'm conscious that i'm taking up a huge amount of your time david oh no, no not at all um i know you and i could probably chat for ever. <laughs> um what uh what's been your favorite event that you've done in the past
1: um i did talk your ear off about i did iron man um majorca and that was 2014 or 15 um definitely the most surreal experience it's massive it's it's a, a mammoth sort of just event mm-hmm. um we made a whole holiday out of it like my mum and dad and my brother and uh his pal and mother half heather we all went we got a holiday a whole week's holiday and a, a race and it was just great so that that was and the scenery was amazing and all the rest of it so that that's probably the most breathtaking thing i've taken part in but Smaller scale. Um, I was thinking earlier on. One of my favourite races that, that I've I've taken part in was over at Bell Houston. So normally, sort of March time, um, Glasgow Uni run an aquathlon over there. Uh-huh. Um, and actually the guy that, I, I might be wrong in saying this, but the, the guy yeah. that organised over the last two years was David Wells, David, who, he um he coached. He was on our coaching course at the same uh-huh. time, and what a just an absolute stand up gent, a really lovely guy. Lovely, yeah. He, so he was he was uh, organizing it um and I've done it twice now and I just I love it for me I would say maybe this is wrong becoming the president of a glasgow triathlon club which includes an element of cycling but cycling is not my friend <laughs> um I do it because it's a necessary part of this wonderful sport <laughs> um so I love the aquathlons um because it cuts that out yeah. um, I like to think I'm quite a strong runner and i really enjoy my swimming so it's the two good parts of triathlon for me which i really like yeah. um, and i know that we have a large contingent of cyclists within the club because so i know swifts went absolutely daft now oh, um it's
0: bananas.
1: but i'm I'm not i'm not necessarily part of that so i can i can hear a few people screaming quite loudly at the moment <laughs> um but yeah the, the it was just ran really good the the guys from glasgow uni had just ran it really well it was organized brilliantly um T-shirt. really really smooth brilliant t-shirts correct really really good t-shirts um and they were good enough one year to put loads of snow um, out in the oh, park. Jesus God. Which was, that was good fun. That was It was a No, great race, really, really, really good. Yeah. Good race. And it had one of those, it had a go try event at it as well. So one of the smaller distances where you know people could come along and if it's their maybe first multi sport event, they can give it a try. So it was mm-hmm. a great opportunity for just the triathlon community, but a really but a sort of personal favourite of mine. I had, quite, I had quite a good race. I think I ran a. A good, I think I swam my fastest 7.50 time good. Um, and I ran a pretty good 5k after as well so no I still enjoyed it.
0: That's such a good race, we had a lot of members of that and a lot of members that did really well.
1: Yeah it was almost a Glasgow triathlon club race I, I know, think. I,
0: I must <laughs> say because I am not a runner and I am a, quite a, a good swimmer I find with anything like that like I get put in the last group with all the fast swimmers <laughs> which is fine but then they're all fast runners as well and i'm not so i'm always last i think i was the last person to cross
1: the line yeah i I can imagine that's a bit demoralizing yeah i'm 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 always quite happy that it's the reverse for me if i'm rubbish in the swim and the bike i know that at least i'll I'll take over a few folk in the run and that sort of just helps with my ego ever so slightly but yeah i'm I'm, i can i sympathize it's awful uh, yeah
0: (laughs) And look, it's not—it's not the only race it happens with. But see, if there's a bike involved, at least I've got like a chance of. Not
1: yeah, you being can keep up, keep up the lead. Just keep going.
0: Just for a wee bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Glasgow, Glasgow Uni Aquathon. It's always me. And I feel, always, especially when it's snowing and all the volunteers are still outside, and I'm still on the course. <laughs>
1: sorry,
0: guys. <laughs> no, it's the like, taking
1: part of the couch, remember? It's not it's, it's not the winning.
0: No, it's more just I feel bad for the volunteers because that year when it was really snowy, they were all absolutely yeah. freezing, weren't they? And they were all
1: Yeah, stag- L- looking at their watches like, come uh-huh. on hen, let's let's go.
0: Come on, granny. <laughs> <laughs> granny Pierce. <Pearson.
1: laughs> granny Pierce.
0: No, I really I do agree. It's a great it's a really nice event. Um and what are you looking forward to event wise? What have you got planned?
1: So currently absolutely hee-ho. Um <laughs> Because what we don't really know what's happening. Um, my my the sort of vision I have in my head for myself going forward is the only marathon I've ever taken part in was in that Ironman in Majorca, which I think is ridiculous as a runner. Uh-huh. Um, the the first marathon I ever completed was was during a triathlon event. Um, so definitely within the next year, a big goal of mine is to try and complete a, a marathon. Um, okay um time doesn't really matter just just get through it and we'll just see what, what the, the numbers show at the end um maybe even a wee half marathon as well um and then also just to, to get back racing in the triathlon um try and get myself force myself back out on the bike and and see what races are available but yeah the, the marathon i think is a big one for me definitely within the next year or so so that's that's what i'm hoping for because you, you were
0: you were more of a shorter distance runner is that right did i imagine yeah
1: you're right. I, I, when I was a lot younger, it was sort of 800 and 1,500 metres on the track. And then eventually it started dabbling with 3K. I actually started with doing the, the steeplechase and the 3K. That was suggested one one time. And that's that. I think that's the first sign where I needed a wee bit more than just running continuously. I had things to jump over, so it was a wee bit more exciting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then the cross-country started getting longer and we'd run a, you know, to an odd 5K here and there. So... Uh, as I got older I found that the, the distance I suppose that's the same with most people. Um or maybe maybe not, maybe I'm wrong in saying that. But for for me I, I found that, that as I was getting older I enjoyed the endurance stuff more and the speed stuff was a wee bit. Yeah. That's for the, the posers. It starts um, to fade a
0: bit, doesn't it, as you get older, yeah. sadly.
1: Unfortunately, <laughs> I, I know. It's
0: hurtling towards forty. <laughs> um the good thing is about all the big birthdays though, so you can and it was Sean Webster that taught me this, you can reset all your PBs, you see.
1: Oh, that's a good. I like that. That's good. That's good.
0: So, how old are you now? Twenty-eight.
1: Twenty-nine.
0: Twenty-nine. Yep. So there you
1: go. When you're thirty, start over. that's it. Right. Good. Good to know. So I'm I'm fresh. I'm like a newborn baby. Then. So that's good. <laughs> good to know.
0: Um, and do you do you prefer like what kind of triathlon distance do you prefer?
1: I really love the the sprint stuff. Is is good because it's you know you're you're out there for you know an hour plus, um, and it's just good fun it's sort of long enough that you're like i've achieved something really great but short enough that you're not totally burst um by the end of it um i've dabbled with the olympic distance
0: yeah
1: once or twice um but yeah definitely the sprint stuff is is more more my speed i think for just now
0: so no more family ironmans again
1: well, that's, my dad constantly threatens. Um, he's in his 60s now, so I think he would like to do one sooner rather than later, whereas I'm pushing for, like, I want to wait for another couple of years. Um, so, again, watch this face. We might, we might well get another Ironman in the bag at some point, especially if we have the massive contingent, sorry I interrupted you there, but the massive contingent that we had going to Wales. So if, if there's something similar to that over the next couple of years, then I might be, be swayed. Just need to get your dad along as
0: well.
1: Yeah, uh, he'll, be, he'll be there. He can't, he, he, he's got ants in his pants. He can't he sit still. And if, if I'm doing something, he'll feel it's a, like he's got a moral obligation to try and show me up in some way or another.
0: <laughs> I should clarify that. I I will post a link to that, um, that episode um, that we did last year. So if, if you're listening to this and you didn't listen to it, David told us about why like how he did an Iron Man, how he caught an an Iron Man. Basically him and his brothers and his dad are just super super competitive. That's like the moral of the story, isn't it
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So if you didn't enjoy listening to me talk for 35, 40 minutes just now then you've got another 35, 40 minutes worth of me to listen to as well. <laughs>
0: who won who won that race? Was it your dad or you?
1: No, it was me, Kate. It was me.
0: Sorry.
1: <laughs> I won it well. Um he'll say otherwise but I did I did in fact win it.
0: Uh-huh. We might need to see the results of that written
1: down. No, no, they don't exist anymore. They're all, they're all gone. You'll just <laughs> have to take my word for it. <laughs> we'll
0: see about that. Well, um, <laughs> oh, that's exciting, right? Is there anything else? Any other messages you want to give out as now you're club president or?
1: Uh, g- good luck to all of you. Um, <laughs> please pay your memberships because it's it's a wonderful thing to be a part of. But no, just um, it's it's great to be a part of this this club and and hopefully lots of positive things to come.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we're super excited to have you on board. I think it'll
1: be great. Good. I'm glad. And thank you. Thank you for having me on. I do appreciate the the time to have a natter. Um, it's always you. good to catch up.
0: And good luck with your uh, PT exams.
1: Oh, thank you so much.
0: Hand ins Is it hand ins You've got still.
1: To do just then? just my practical assessment. Uh-huh. So just just waiting now for the gyms to open up and I can get in and then uh, yeah. and then we've got another another PT is in, in in the club, which is which is a good, that's good.
0: thing. No, that's absolutely brilliant.
1: You can never have enough. No, definitely not. Definitely
0: not. (laughs) Right. Thank you so much, David. We will speak to you soon.
1: Kate, thank you so much for having me on.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Um, Thank you, David, for joining us. Thank you again to Sean Webster for all of your hard work. Um, The next podcasts coming in March are all around International Women's Day. So expect a ton of chat from a variety of different guests um, on issues that affect women in triathlon. Looking forward to it. See you soon.